Hi, and welcome to The Theology Box, a podcast dedicated to seeing how God fits into the world we live in. We hope you enjoy your time with us today, where theology is the conversation. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning into The Theology Box. Uh, This is Will, and uh, this week we have my mom, Barbara. She'll be talking with us about art and creativity, but first let's go ahead and introduce Barbara. Hi. Hey, how are you? Well, I'm doing pretty good. And right now we have you uh, on the phone. We're FaceTiming, so I don't know how the audio is going to sound, but I think it'll sound fine. We got the microphones right here, so. Okay. So you, uh, you've lived in Big Bear for how long? Uh, 19 years. I came up to Big Bear in 1984, April. And, um, you, what, um, well, well, maybe we'll get into that later, but, uh, what would you, maybe I should have thought of some questions. (laughs) (laughs) I already know everything about you. So, well, no, I don't know everything. But uh, you you did some drug and alcohol counseling. You did an internship up there, right? Yes, I did one semester of uh, Operation Breakthrough counseling, drug and alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. While you were attending San Bernardino Valley College. Correct. All right, um, but that wasn't your main uh, job. That was a goal that you were pursuing, um, but for you retired as a department manager at Kmart, right? Yes, that's correct. I was a department manager for menswear. I worked at Kmart for 12 years and retired. I don't remember the year, but it's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of your interests that you've uh, continued to pursue in an during uh, your time at Kmart and and now was uh, painting and art. Yes, I actually I retired to pursue my art interest and career. And um, something I've always had uh, desire to do uh, from a very young age but was not encouraged. Um, uh, In fact, it was stifled, if anything, because of uh, the belief that people that are artists go insane. They lose their minds. And because of that fear, I was never encouraged to develop that interest and that desire. Who, Who believed that? My mom. Oh, okay. And uh, I was, uh, I would be, I I wouldn't, I wasn't allowed. Let's just put it that way. I wasn't allowed. And um, so as I grew older, I I had a friend artist. And he uh, was a great artist. And he did pastels and and that that 
desire to want to do something again came back. And um, I asked him, do you think I could draw or do something artistic? And he said, why not? And so my first portrait was, um, or my first uh, experience was a portrait and of a little girl and I showed it to him and he said, you can do it. And that's how I started doing my pencil art. And then I had another good friend that introduced me to color. And it's just been, uh, been developing from those two people that came into my life and encouraged me. And so I became of age to retire and thought I would go ahead and pursue my artistic um, interest. So you've been an artist in in Big Bear for you. What would you say about twenty years or so? I started. Um, wow, what was it? Eighty nine, I think. Thirty years. No, 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 no. I take that back. Was it? No, 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 no. Uh, no, no, no. It was. Yeah, it was. It was either in the late eighties or the early nineties. Okay. So 20 to 30 years. Yeah. So with your with your art and the creative process, I know you've kind of you spent a lot of time um kind of looking at uh other people's work and kind of reproducing stuff and you've also spent a lot of time creating your own original works and also using photographs and things like that of still life to try to um, recreate um, you know still life images and stuff that's correct I, I actually um, uh, I started out with pencil and I would do portraits and um, in fact I have a friend of mine Phyllis that still leans to my pencil art more than the art that I add color um, like in pencil or pastels or acrylics or oils um, she still favors my pencil art and uh, but it has it, it I, I take I, I do a little bit of everything it's it's um, some are from photographs some are from so with the different types of uh, art that you do, um, would and and being being creative in the types that you do, you well actually let's take a step back and um, you you've been a Christian for a while now, and so your belief in God has influenced your life and the decisions that you make. So how, in, in what ways do you see the, your relationship with God affecting or uh, contributing to uh, how you view your, your art? Well, I don't, I don't think I would, I think 
being an artist is a gift from God. It's it's a gift. Um, and uh, when I actually participate in my art, um, the creativity, I believe, comes from God. And also, when I do get into my art and I'm working on a piece, there is no element of time there time does not exist and it's almost like i get a glimpse of what eternity is like because i can be working on a piece for five six hours and it feels like only 15 minutes and uh so in that respect um i believe it's 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 a it's a gift. So, do you think that the the process of creating and kind of losing that sense of time has some kind of of effect on how you understand eternity? Yes, I I do. I really really do. Um, the first time I noticed it, uh, I had been working on this piece and. I came out to do something. I took a break. I looked up at the time and I, I couldn't believe that that much time had lapsed. It was at first very odd. And I thought to myself, wow, I wonder if this is how eternity feels. There's no, it's just all there at once. It's, 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 a, it's really hard to describe in words. Hmm. Well, go ahead and give it a shot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I can understand how something like that is difficult to uh, describe. Um, so, how do you think, What does that make you think anything about like how God views his own creativity and and how he senses time? Or, or do you think that maybe even like in heaven, do you see yourself as uh, a painter? Could you do you do you think you would spend time creating things in a, in a heavenly realm as well in a similar fashion as you do here on earth? Or hmm, I don't know as I. I'd see myself as, that would be awesome that if God wanted me to do something for him, that would be awesome. But I think I would be overtaken by all the colors. Um, I read this book, 90 Minutes in Heaven, and it describes, this man describes heaven. And I, I would just be so in awe of my surroundings and uh, whether I would um, do any more art, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I know that um, uh, God's creation, that, I don't know. He, When I was in an airplane, 
and I looked out the window and I seen how little we were. I kind of got a little understanding about how God views his creation by that example. And I thought, wow, we're just, we're so tiny. And God probably views us like that. He can see everything all at once. And that's kind of how I, I don't know. Well, I think that's true um, to some extent, but I also think that that's what makes um, our relationship with God so unique is that that God can be uh, om, omniscient, which is the theological terms, the all-knowing, and know us all so so well that it would seem like we're we're small from if he was far away. But you know, in Scripture, it tells us that God is within arm's reach; that He's even in in us through through the Holy Spirit, and so that that God being so much greater in in capacity to understand and and uh i don't know about size because the, then we get into like the physical dimensions but at least you know uh spiritually and and his own creative capability um yet it's so great yet he takes time and fills us with uh his his presence on an individual basis, like on a one-on-one, -on -one, which is significantly, uh, or specifically profound in, in Jesus, but also in the spirit and, um, our relationship with, with God and through Jesus calling him father, that he's not always so far away, but he is capable of, of really being with us. And I, I, I think that the, because I, I I also like to do some artistic things, and I, I really understand that sense of like time lapse where you just lose track of time because the meaningful thing um, that you're doing is there in front of you, and I um, and I I wonder too um, that you mentioned that. Because I, 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 I was suggesting this idea of like being in heaven and, and painting, and you thought of it in a way of God commissioning you to paint something or requesting it. Um, and so I would, I would wonder, that made me wonder actually if, well, when you paint now, you know, here, and you believe that God in, inspires it, and like God, it's a way that God is able to, to speak to you. And if not in some ways through you, isn't, isn't God kind of commissioning that? Isn't he kind of requesting that talent to, to come out of you? Cause if, if it's truly a gift from God, then, um, I think one of the most important things we can do is, as a, cre as a creation ourselves is to, um, work on that um calling and gift and um by by just uh doing it and also you know um yeah and also like you know honoring god through it um 
yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts about that? I don't know. Well, it's it's truly, um, yeah, it's interesting um, the way you the way you worded that. I mean, it's an inspiration from God, and um, and why you know once I get to heaven, I mean, like you said, He commissions me to do art here. Um, I would probably just just go in and and do it once in a, i'm in his presence i'll have like full capacity of all the artistic gift that was given to me um which is truly a gift um i i, I you know when i do my art and i show it to others they're they're just in awe and it's like, um, you think anybody can just pick up a, <laughs> a paint or, you know, and be able to do it because it comes so easily and natural to you. And that's why it is a gift. It is a gift from God. It has to be. There's no other explanation because it seems so simple uh, when I'm doing my art. It just seems... Um, like anybody can do it, but that's not reality. That's not true. Yeah, that's, I know what you mean by that. Yeah. Yeah, we often take uh, the special talents and gifts that we have for granted sometimes and, and assume other people are in, in uh, gifted or talented in similar ways, but and and surely other people are gifted and talented in their own way, but not always in the way that that you you are i i also just for the sake of here i know i didn't really uh suggest that i would ask this but um i am kind of curious to hear your thoughts because uh through now this might be a little personal so um let me let me just ask your your relationship with the church has been off and on throughout your relationship with God. And I don't think that's a, a a bad thing. I don't think that it's a good thing. I just think that's the way it is. And um, so my question then is, in what ways do you view your gift and talent? And, I, and also when I mention, so when I mention your relationship being off and on with the church, I'm talking about the building and maybe the people, but um, now I'm asking about the church at large and also maybe your individual church, because now you're attending a church. So in what ways do you see your gift and talent as being something that contributes to the overall um, blessing for that church that God is providing? Do you, how do you, would you care to incorporate that gift? And how would you do it if you could? With the church I'm presently attending? Yeah. Or, or just churches in general? Or how do you see art and the church? Or, and, and maybe specifically your own church? Hmm. I, I don't know. I've never really given it 
I don't know. I, I really even don't know how to answer that, to be honest. Um. Well, that will never do, Mom. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Maybe I just didn't understand the question. Uh, how would I incorporate the gift that God has given me into the church that I presently attend or into any church? Well, well, not okay. So, how would you incorporate your gift specifically to your church, but generally art? How can it be helpful to the church? Is it helpful to the church? Um, I don't know. I still don't have an answer. I don't. I don't know that anybody even knows that I'm an artist. Well, maybe you should change that. And when they do, they're shocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even know you were an artist. I didn't know you knew how to do this. Mm. Um, I do have one lady uh, that goes to my church that's known me for years, and she wants that sunflower painting. <laughs> oh, she wants um, to. She wants to buy it off you, or just she wants. Yeah, it? she wants. She wants to buy it, and I told her. I let it go for a hundred if she can give me twenty dollars a week because I know she wants it so bad. But um, so far, um, but she really wants that sunflower painting. But as far as knowing how that would incorporate into my church, unless they wanted me to do something, um, or I, I really. Hmm. Don't have an answer. Well, have you ever heard of a thing called art therapy? No. Neither have I. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's this, I, I don't know, know exactly how it works, but um, they found that art can be very therapeutic for people who are suffering from like PTSD or... Uh, overcoming drug addictions, maybe coming out of abusive relationships or um, giving them the opportunity to express themselves and and kind of put their emotional the emotional weight that they're carrying to like put it on the paper or the canvas or just or just maybe take their mind off of it and create something beautiful. And in either case, they found that it can be very therapeutic for people. And I, I think that's one of the ways that art art can help the the people in the congregation. Um, re, maybe not yours, or maybe definitely yours, um, <laughs> but any church, really. Um, and I think, I think art serves a purpose of... Um, for reflection and consideration so there's something about the uh it's kind of like when you when you go hiking um or when you're out in in nature 
you you stop and you you look at the things that you think are like uh, beautiful to to um, to take in from the scenery, and so that kind of moment for contemplation, I th- I think draws a deeper connection between you and and God, and I think art can also utilize that space to give people a moment to pause and consider something that they might not have taken the time to consider had you not, you know, prompted it through a a work of art. So, yeah, so I think that's kind of some of the ways, for me at least, I I think those are some of the ways that um, we can connect our our gift and talent uh, to to the church. That isn't just, you know, I mean, I, I do enjoy the the church environment because, well, because I'm a believer and I also, um, I mean, I, I think the worship songs could always be better than they are because <laughs> I just listen to weird music and it's just not coming from the stage in a church. But um, yeah, but um, but as far as, you know, the social aspect, I, I do enjoy and and the um the teaching aspect i enjoy but the time for contemplation and um is i think can be very limited um during a church service and i think that kind of time for contemplation can be increased through um dwelling on uh a church that has um an artistic appreciation for artistic things and implements them into their, their service. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you would go about doing that. Yeah. 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 There's, yeah, there's, I, I don't know if there is a way to implement that into my little church. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure that, there's well, you know what what they say, right? Yeah. Where there's what? a will, there's a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Well, yeah, yeah. and I I've, I've tried I tried at my own church cuz it's a little sparse on it's got a lot of great people in it. It's a very academically oriented church, but it it seems to be lacking a little bit on the creative like um there's a, there's a few artists there, but uh I couldn't kind of I couldn't really get the momentum going to have uh, an art ministry, although I had some small success for a short uh, period. It just didn't really, I couldn't get other people to like volunteer and contribute without had the same vision as me. Um, but have you ever heard of a church called Mosaic? No. Uh-uh. Um, it's, it's, they're very good at, accomplishing that feat of tying in the creative and the art, the talented art artists into expressing more of the narrative of like who God is. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, it could be, it could be brought up and, and maybe, um, there might, who knows, there might be other artists there. And, um, and having other artists there, maybe support, um, 
a group to uh, focus on art, share their art, their talent, their creativity, um, and and, uh, and even in a spiritual sense, you know. Yeah. I think that would be, yeah, that would be kind of cool, I mean, to do that. Because I'm sure I'm not the only artist that attends that little church, you know. Have it's you... just not something that is, you know, pointed out or brought up. So. Are you, um, so that's what you're going to do this Sunday? You're going to suggest that to, um... <laughs> what's his name, Greg? Is that the? Pastor Eric. Oh, Eric. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. I know it takes a lot of energy and effort to actually get that stuff going, but um, it's a good conversation to have. Yeah, you just never know. Yeah, you never you know. You just never know. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think I think that that the church you attend in particular is pretty small, so there's some limitation on resources there, but. You never know. You just never know. And I think for anyone that's listening, uh, to kind of get back to the the fact that we're actually talking to a broader audience here, um, at least the three or four people that are listening, um, yeah, I would I would encourage anyone to like actually consider that idea if you're interested in in art. I think there's a lot of people in the church today who appreciate art and what it contributes to um, the overall quality of life for people and it would be a really cool idea to you know pursue in your own church um, like for instance when when we have our Good Friday service at um, at Foothill the there's a um, one of the artists at the church uh, painted these uh, these pretty cool depictions for um, the stations of the cross, which um, we're not Catholic, but it's more it's kind of a liturgical Catholic tradition. But it's 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 also in the Lutheran Church as well as, and it it's um it's pretty cool. So that's one of the ways that she was able to incorporate her art into serving the rest of the the church and um i think there's even you know bigger ways and more uh more um that aren't just tied to one event during the year but can actually be uh part of the regular heartbeat of the church was well, a little church that i go to you know it's interesting i mean the more i listen to you is um you know Art is a way of expressing what goes on inside of oneself, even subconsciously. Um, I remember I took this art, I took a couple of art classes, but never completed them because they couldn't hold my interest. But anyway, um, this one art class, they told us to, I, I had done this one piece and I showed it to the teacher. And she said, were you angry when you did this? And I said, <laughs> I just kind of snickered and said, yes, I was in a rage. 
And she says, I'm so glad you took it out on paper. So whatever she saw in that piece, um, she detected there was anger behind it. The little church I go to have quite a few members that are struggling in life, um, that are recently uh, coming out of uh, incarceration, drugs, alcohol, abusive relationships. And um, so that would be kind of therapeutic um, to um, get them interested or find out if there's an interest. And uh, maybe it could serve in that area. Yeah. Where they could express their inner feelings on paper or on a canvas. I think that would be beneficial. It would be healing. It would be beneficial. It would be a form that God would provide for these people to, to, to express what's going on inside yeah and you know the the neat part about that i think that can be i think that kind of thing can happen at at any church and you know not to um what what do you how do you say not to put you on the spot but it you know this kind of idea um and this kind of uh if you think about what you studied for and what you've done in, in life with your, and I wasn't planning on talking about this, but I'm just going to put it out there it, with drug and alcohol counseling and having that little bit of a window into the internship and also knowing the, um, no, know, knowing that scene, I guess you could say, and seeing the, the opportunity at your church and having the talent and skill that you have I mean, I would suggest that you should probably, I mean, maybe not probably, maybe that's too strong, but like that this could be something that you could do, um, that you could lead or at least maybe not lead, but open the conversation and be a, a big part of, and you could really help a lot of people in, in the, that time and opportunity. Yeah, that would be a ministry for God. Yeah, for the Lord. Um, and it's and it's something that's been brewing inside of you for the past twenty or thirty years. Yes, because I've always, you know, I, I watch a lot of stuff on TV uh, that demonstrates a lot of human behavior, and I've always been intrigued by. What makes people do things, um, their behaviors? Um, and uh, being, uh, I had a psychology major with a drug and alcohol studies because I've always been drawn to what makes people do some of the things they do. And um, so this would be kind of in that category, uh, helping people get in touch 
with what goes on inside and a way for God to be able to reach these people uh, in an artistic way. Yeah. I mean, and if you could, I mean, if you could help, you know, just a couple people, because really, I mean, you're, you're, the, the church, I think your congregation is like, there's like 30 people there. If that, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what's 10% of that is two or three people, but that would be like a really cool thing to have watch God healing people, even if it's only two or three at a time. And maybe that's all it ever is, but that's something special for that little community. And something to pray about. Yeah. Pray about it and talk to Eric about it. Yeah. Wow. What, what, what happened? (laughs) We just started a ministry. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? Well... I get um well I'm gonna let you think about that and uh, <laughs> and pray about it. Yeah. God help me. And help uh me. well uh I think because we talk a lot and we have a lifetime of conversations behind us that this was uh maybe a little bit of a personal podcast but you know what I hope everybody enjoyed it and uh, I think we'll just go ahead and end there and. Uh, see what happens i'll i'll keep you updated and maybe if uh if things start rolling for my mom here barbara that we'll have her back on and and talk but uh and if not hey she's gonna keep doing art and i think that god is uh really giving her uh, giving her a special gift where she can experience him through it and I would encourage where she can experience him through it. And I would encourage anybody else to, um, seek the, seek their gifts and callings and, um, find out more about God through them and show and through showing them to other people. So, uh, thanks again, mom. Sure. Is there anything else that you'd like to say before we say goodbye? No, this has been quite uh, interesting and revealing. And right before we went on, I looked up at this little plaque I have on my wall. And it says, Lord, help me to remember that nothing is going to happen to me today that you and I together can't handle. And he has fulfilled that today. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay, well... Oh, anything else? No? No. Thank you. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and have a great day. Hi, thanks again for listening to The Theology Box. I'd like to thank our special guest, Barbara Carroll, as well as the rest of the Theology Box team, my co-host, Mark Miller, as well as our music producer, Richard Liotto, our artist, Phoebe Sugo, at sugo.studios on Instagram, and Megan Napier, who manages our Facebook, where you can reach us directly. Again, this is your host, William Carroll. Uh, Thanks, and may the peace of the Lord be with you.